Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've got hockey tonight on 6.30. Chad, a 6 o'clock puck drop live from Winnipeg, which is where we're going momentarily. We'll connect with Bob. He was just getting set up at Canada Life Centre. So in the meantime, and I apologize to Craig McTavish for hanging on hold here, but I'm sure Bob's done a lot more to warrant an apology than this. Let's be real. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to rattle off NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Busy day in the NHL, obviously, the whole preseason underway. Uh, one already in the books from this afternoon. It was a 5 nothing victory for Florida. Uh, wow, they are all over the map here on NHL.com. I don't know what just happened. There's nine games tonight, but clearly the one we're focusing on is the Oilers at Winnipeg. Uh, let's send it. Oh, no. You know what? No, let's. Let's finish this off quickly, and then we'll get to Bob. Uh, I'll mention the Oil Kings uh, split with Red Deer this weekend, a 4-2 victory out of the gate. That started the Western Hockey League season for them, uh, and then they were able to, uh, Red Deer rather, bounced back in Edmonton, so that crowd at Rogers Place unfortunately saw the first loss of the season. They're back in action 29th of September, four days from now, against Lethbridge. And the Bears had that uh, third third-party site series. They were playing in Cold Lake, they won both times. Okay, that's enough yammering from me. Robert Bob Stoffer is hanging out in Winnipeg. Do we have you, Bob? You do, Brendan. All Thank right. you very much. We are at Canada Life Center. About a 20-minute delay uh, coming in. We had a little bit of an accident, which can happen when you go from the uh, airport to the arena. So thank you for pinch hitting and uh, great job. And at this time, I believe we've got Craig McTavish. So we're going to get going here. Mac Tease. Hi, Stoff. How you doing? Craig McTavish yeah. is brought to you back to you on Mondays by Contract Equipment, Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rental and sales. Craig, it's the preseason, and these are not easy uh, easy days for NHL players or for prospects. When you're flying in, you're skating in the morning in your home arena in Edmonton, and then you're flying into either Ve- uh, Winnipeg or Vancouver or Calgary. You find a little about players, don't you, in those situations? Well, it's not ideal for the players to prepare for the games, especially the guys that uh, are trying to make an impact on uh, the coaches and the management. It's not uh, an ideal situation for for them, and it's really something that's kind of morphed over the last uh, four or five years. I think, you know, back when I played and coached, we would always try and get into the uh, – arena the, the the night before certainly so the players can prepare because these these games are you know really meaningful for a lot of those guys and uh you know it, it makes it difficult when you travel your legs aren't as good as what they normally would be if you had some rest and it's not the best uh the best avenue to prepare for uh for, for a, a stiff test can you read too much it's funny i had this conversation with jack michaels last night i mean 
Because of the situation that the Oilers are now in, Craig, uh, they got a good team. They got a top six team that's got a chance to win the Stanley Cup. I think we know that. I mean, no team over the last uh, 120 games since Jay Woodcroft's coach, the team Edmonton's got the second best record in the NHL. They've played as many playoff series as any team in the league over the last two years. They got McDavid and Dreisaitl. Regular season leading the NHL in scoring since 2016-17, 1-2. And McDavid and Drysaddle are 1-2 in playoff scoring the last two years as well combined. I mean, they're right there. We know they're right there. And as a result, for me personally, Craig, it's it's different with the focus, right? Like, I, I, I think back of when you took over as GM from Steve Tamalini, the team is rebuilding. And we were there to watch Leon Drysaddle and Darnell Nurse and prospects like that and see how they would equate in the preseason. Does it mean, not to undersell it, but does it maybe mean less the better your team is because there's fewer spots available and because it's really about what gets accomplished during the regular season of the playoffs as opposed to maybe getting your first opportunity to see some of the kids you've ended up drafting as higher-end prospects to see whether or not they can make your NHL team as a, a top-three pick like a Leon. or I mean, Connor was a given as a number one. But you know where I'm going with that. Yeah. No, I think it's... Uh... Uh, it, it it definitely means less for for the Oilers, uh, the NHL team, uh, for sure. It's uh, I mean, there's not very many spots open, which is a sign of the depth that they've added to their hockey club. So it's it it, it definitely means less now for, and, and it's more in the early stages of preseason, Bob. As you know, it's. It's more about development for for players and giving players an opportunity to self-evaluate themselves, not just be evaluated by the coaches, but be evaluated by yourself where you get an idea of how far away you are or how close you are to, to playing in the NHL. So, I mean, I always thought the first three or four exhibition games were all kind of earmarked for, for player development and, uh, I mean, there's you have to succeed obviously in practice and stand out to the coaches, and then you get an opportunity early on in preseason against watered down lineups. You have to succeed there, and as the games go on, the lineups get tighter and tighter, and uh, you have to perform or prove that you can perform later on in preseason, and then you get an opportunity. The the biggest jump is when the regular season starts. So there's a, a number of hurdles that players and young players have to get over to try and continue to get these opportunities. But uh, yeah, there's there's uh, the Oilers are very much uh, Stanley Cup focused, and uh, they're, that focus is starting now. They're going to get their reps and be ready to start the regular season, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be an exciting year for sure. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. 
we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We're joined right now by former Edmonton Oilers player, Craig McTavish. He won three Stanley Cups in Edmonton, one with the New York Rangers. Uh, later, it was both the head coach and the general manager of the Oilers. Mac T on Mondays on Oilers Now is brought to you by Contract Equipment, Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rental and sales. It is currently 342 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer at the Canada Life Center. The puck drop tonight, 6 p.m. Cam Moon and myself will have the call along with Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, Brendan Escott, and the rest of the Oilers radio network. Craig, I think back to... Uh, um, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget it because I, I Mark Spector had his golf tournament and I picked Todd McClellan up at the airport and the first thing he wanted to discuss that day, and this would have been in, uh, geez, it would have been in July of 2017. So I hadn't gone out to Kelowna yet. I hadn't met with Todd because usually I go out and see him out in Kelowna every year. And he had said, stop, uh, or maybe it was, 20, I think it was 2018 actually. And he said, Bob, I'm concerned about the right side. Uh, we have Ty Ratty. And yes, Apoliarvi and Kader Yamamoto is their top three right wings, three unproven guys. Well, Craig, they scored 15 goals in the preseason between the three of those guys. Guess how many they scored that year in the regular season combined? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it can be a, po- a false positive for sure because it's just it's a different animal in the early stages of the preseason. And, Did any- was anybody a preseason glory that didn't pan out? Like, do you recall a couple of guys that just absolutely crushed? You thought, hey, we got something here. And conversely, was there maybe a player in preseason you thought, geez, he isn't doing much? And then once the game started for real, I got going. Well, Billy Guerin we used to be a slow starter. I always used to uh, play him in a number of games till he showed us that he, he, he had the level. And uh, But he was always a bit of a slow starter. For us, so we played him a lot, and then once he got his game uh, and his feet underneath him, then we could uh, give him a little bit of time off near the end of preseason. But Billy was always a pretty slow starter. I can't really think of anybody that uh, that uh, lit it up in preseason and then hit the binders uh, once once the regular season started. But uh, there's 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 lots of uh, Lots of examples of that, for sure. The other thing that's occurred, Craig, is there, I mean, I think back, and you were with us at the 2013 Rookie Tournament in Penticton, and uh, you were the GM of the team at the time, and the Oilers had Darnell Nurse and Oscar Clefbaum um, on on uh, defense. Uh, that was good. Uh, they didn't have one single guy that had a 30-goal season in Major Junior amongst the forwards. But you had lots of guys that could fight. Brandon Baddock was out there. I think Cam, oh. Abney, Cam Brandon Baddock was still fighting in American League last year. Mitch Moraz would have been there at the time. Uh, you guys brought in uh, Justice Dundas out of the OHL. I played against. Actually, his dad got me cut by the Southside Athletic Club Mitch AAA team, and then ended up going to Medicine Hat that year. And he was a pretty good junior player, Rocky Dundas. Yeah. But you had a, like five or six guys that could fight in the rookie tournament. Craig, we in the Penticton rookie tournament. There was not one fight for the Oilers. Uh, Edmonton doesn't really have, I'm going to use the phrase, meat. They don't have any meat dressed. I mean, Winnipeg's got Jeffrey Vial, who will drop the gloves in uh, San Jose uh, farmhand last year. That's another illustration of how dramatically the game has changed, has it? Just in terms of, you you used to be guaranteed there'd be two or three tilts uh, in a preseason game, and now you might get one in the entire preseason. Yeah, there there was always you, you always wanted to have some uh, 
some toughness for sure because you knew the opposition was going to have some and you didn't want to get short-suited in that area. So, yeah, and uh, that's what those guys do. I had uh, it was with Steve McIntyre the other day at Fan Appreciation Night, and uh, I had to uh, reminisce back to, I mean, the team that we had wasn't very good back in those days. And uh, Stevie McIntyre provided a lot of entertainment uh, when he came into the lineup. Remember when he hit the guy behind the net, the Calgary Flames player came. Dustin Boyd. Dustin Boyd. Big Mac had him right in the the trolley tracks and ran him over. And and I think uh, Brandon Press went after Big Mac. And he... uh, he did very well in his fight against Preston. The the roof of uh, Northland's Rexall was going to blow off the building, and that that was pretty good entertainment back in those days. The uh, one that I remember, Mac T, was in my rookie season as an Oiler radio analyst, and I know how enthralled you were that the Oilers brought me aboard that year. Uh, but I smiled like I never s- smiled. Uh, uh, Mac had Mark Pouliot had gotten in a fight. Uh, and it had not gone well uh, with Jimmy Vandermeer. And Jimmy Vandermeer, uh, and, and then uh, Ethan Morrow ended up fighting Andre Waugh, who was a fighter, and Morrow was yeah. a, you know, a guy that could play that would stand. And so McIntyre ended up on the ice against Vandermeer, and Jim Vandermeer is one tough SOP. All the Vandermeers out of Red Deer are tough. We know that about them. Sure. But Mac destroyed him in that fight. And the sm- I remember looking down at your bench and the smile on your face and what it meant because you now had this gigantic human at six foot five and two sixty, and he, you know, he. I mean, Vandermeer Vandermeer went toe to toe with Milan Lucic, like he could fight. And yeah. uh, the smile, I mean, what it would bring to you guys. And, and you guys, you, had a, you, you, you missed the playoffs in the final four games of the regular season that year, Craig. That was the last year you coached the team. But it was a big – I remember I remember that fight in preseason. It was a big storyline in Edmonton. Well, I can tell you uh, that Stevie McIntyre hasn't gotten any smaller over the years. <laughs> <laughs> still, still uh, yeah, still, still a big, big dude. All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot a bit here. The game okay. has changed a little bit in 2006, and I know you've only heard the story 8,473 times because it was one of the two times in my life I was right. Uh, I myself and Robin Brownlee picked you guys to beat the Detroit Red Wings when you had went head to head against Mike Babcock and the Red Wings. I'd heard some stories that there had been some issues with guys like Schneider and Lang that year in Detroit, and they weren't maybe all firing on all cylinders. And you had a good team that just needed a goalie, and you beat them. And you beat them in six. It's not like you eked out a fluke win in game seven. But Mike Babcock would go on and win a Stanley Cup in 2008, got to the final in 09, coached Canada to Olympic gold medals in 10 and 14. Uh, I'd like to get your assessment as a former NHL uh, general manager and head coach. Um, Are you surprised what ended up transpiring with Mike getting a second opportunity in the league with the Columbus Blue Jackets? He, of course, uh, has resigned the position after asking for... um, the, the, the photos of his younger players, and eventually he he elected to uh, to step down from Columbus. Give me your perspective on that, Craig, if you could. Well, I, I wasn't surprised at all that he got another opportunity. I've always had a really uh, healthy level of respect for the type of coach that Mike was. He's had tons of success coaching at all levels. And so I wasn't uh, surprised at all that he got the opportunity. 
but uh, I was I was surprised the way it un- unfolded. Yeah, and uh, you know, like I'm going to preface all this by saying I'm the mo- one of the most naive people out there. I believe people. I trust people, and yes. sometimes can be a bit naive. I think I was the last guy that believed that uh, Lance Armstrong wasn't doping because he said it. He said, you know, I believed him. And uh, who could go on national TV and say that uh, you weren't doping when you were? I just, I mean, so I, 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 I'm a bit shocked at uh, how it all transpired. And maybe Mike is more disconnected. I think than uh, what I would have uh, imagined, hmm. Hmm. and uh, you know I don't know exactly what happened out of there. Obviously, it sounds like it was uh, worse than it was reported. Yeah, and uh, I'm 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 shocked that he'd go down that 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 path and the way it all transpired. It was just uh, I mean it was one of the crazier things that I've ever seen in the game. You know, it's interesting. You know the movie Any Given Sunday, Craig, with uh, Al Pacino? You know that speech where he he talks and admits to his players that he's made every mistake a grown adult man could make? I I look at that guy every day in the mirror. That's why I don't judge people harshly. That's why, like, I just look at it like, you know, I'm at this stage of the game, to be honest with you, I'm just happy I'm alive. You know, like, there's, there's lots that could go wrong in people's lives and... Sure. You know, and that said, there's stuff that happened 20, 25 years ago that we'd all like a do-over for. That's how life works. I am a little bit surprised in Mike's case. I've got a really uh, a good friend, Dan Baker, that was Mike's star player at Red Deer College. He he's he's gonna stand by Mike to his deathbed because he and he would tell me about how Mike was a player's coach at Red Deer College in the late 1980s. You know, he was a younger guy, positive energy. I think the control issue, and there's a story, I don't know if Brendan alluded to it yet, but there's a story percolating out of Wenatchee involving Kevin Constantine that we're going to need to keep an eye on here. Um, and I, I, I just oh. think, I mean, you, you said it in the two previous weeks that uh, times change, people change, players are different, the approach to players has to be different. And these damn phones, all they do is get people in trouble all the time. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. Like, you know, it's just, I, I don't know, I just, I, I, I feel... I'm bad for the players that they were put in those situations, and I can't understand because Mike is not a stupid man. He's a smart no. guy. Like, he's, yeah. he, he's really smart. And for the people out there listening going, stop, figure it out. It's about control. You very well might be right. I'm just surprised that it happened again. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a little surprised by that. So Well, totally shocking. And, and the, the, the thing that I noticed uh, from the time period that lapsed between – when I went back behind the bench last year with St. Louis and the time when I was on an NHL bench many years ago is that the, 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 the phones, I mean, it's just whether you win or lose the game, the players come on the bus. There's not that energy that, right. I mean, we used to always have, but cause, but, but they're always in their phones. They're always checking their social media and, and it's just quiet whether you win the game or lose the game. It's just uh, silence where, I mean, I talked about Billy Guerin before, but he was always the guy that brought a lot of energy to the bus. And uh, we could have a few laughs, especially after 
after the winds. But yeah, the the the, the phones and I mean, it, it, there, there's got to be more to the story than than yes. what we've been uh, hearing because it just doesn't seem like it seemed like it, it was fairly innocent, and obviously it wasn't. Craig, great stuff. We'll hook up next Monday when we're in Seattle. Thank you for joining us on Oilers Now. Thanks. Appreciate it, Bob. Good luck tonight. Yep, that's Craig McTavish, former Evans Oilers head coach, general manager, uh, four-time Stanley Cup champion, three of the Oilers. Back to you on Mondays, brought to you by Michael and the gang at Contract Equipment, Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rental and sales. It is 3.54 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now Live from Canada Life Center in Winnipeg. Here's what the Oilers lineup looks like uh, from this morning skate. Malone with Adam Ernie and Raphael Lavoie. McKeg with Holloway and Griffith. Groob with Stonehouse, who's uh, an invite to the World Juniors this year, plays for the Ottawa 67s and Xavier Borgo. Berglund with Petroff and Tulio and Cambites, the extra forward. Kulak, Cece, Hoffenmeyer was supposed to be of DeHarnay. Uh, chance we're going to see Broberg instead of DeHarnay in that spot. Deneen and Warner. Uh, Kemp's the extra D and Pickard starts in goal. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Randy Kilburn back with Frank Saravelli for the horses and horse racing Alberta.